Hi, I'm Anderson Silver, author of the books Your User's Manual and Volume 2, Your Duality Within. Life is difficult, isn't it? And in today's hyper-connected modern day, it just seems like it's harder than ever before, doesn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you it really doesn't have to be that way. With a little help and guidance from ancient Stoic philosophers, you really can attain an anxiety-free and purposeful life. How do I know? Thanks to Stoicism, I'm one such person who turned his life around, and I'm here to share some of that ancient wisdom with you. Welcome to Stoicism for a Better Life. Hello there. For this exercise, let us look at the moral letters of Seneca to Lucilius 5.5. Just as it is a sign of luxury to seek out dainties, so it is madness to avoid that which is customary and can be purchased at no great price. Philosophy calls for plain living, but not for penance. And we may perfectly well be plain and neat at the same time. This is the mean of which I approve. Our life should observe a happy medium between the ways of a sage and the ways of the world at large. Unfortunately, the philosophy of Stoicism has been marketed in a very wrong light in recent years. It has been associated with machoism, toughness, and a lack of emotions. A philosophy for tough guys who shed no tears and have no fears. Hoorah! Well, this in reality couldn't be further from the truth. The goal of the Stoic school of thought is not to teach strength, endurance, or self-deprivation specifically, although these are common patterns that emerge from its practice. The core doctrines of Stoicism is to give guidance on living a virtuous life. And how do we define virtue? For the practitioners of Stoic philosophy, or as you'll recall, us Prokoptans, virtue means using your time, resources, and capacities for the betterment of the human community, not learning to endure pains or discomfort. Depriving yourself, punishing yourself, unduly discomforting yourself, and self-debasement is not self-improvement in and of themselves. Now, with that said, recognizing and shedding unnecessary luxuries can help improve one's life by simplifying it. Why is simplifying your life good and virtuous, you ask? Simple. It makes more time for the more important things you want to do in life. Recall that time is the only thing we cannot make more of. It is our most valuable resource. So anything that frees up more valuable time to do the things you want to do is naturally a good thing in the pursuit of virtue. But punishing yourself for no good reason, like taking cold showers for the sake of displaying strength and self-discipline, does not make you a better stoic or a better human being. Again, I'm not saying that depriving yourself from luxuries, like say abstaining from using hot water in the shower, is necessarily a bad thing either. All I'm saying is, the act of deprivation itself is neither good nor bad. But your intentions, as in the reasons why you chose to do it, now that, that my dear friends can be good or bad. In fact, it is only in our intentions that we can judge said deprivation of being good or bad. Okay, let me give an anecdote from my own life to clarify this a little bit. I, Anderson Silver, live a very simple and minimalistic life, 
and this includes my diet, my wardrobe, possessions, habits, etc. But each item and luxury I removed from my life happened one at a time over the years and came as a result of a reflection I had on how to improve myself as a person. A simple example I like to share is pillows. Pillows? You're thinking, no, 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 Anderson, don't do it. Don't you dare do it, man. Don't ruin pillows for me. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not here to tell you to ditch your pillow. Pillows are a simple luxury we all have. But I sleep without a pillow. Not because I'm some rough-and-tough guy who needs a campfire, the stars for a blanket, my horse saddle to have a good night's sleep. I also didn't remove my pillow to prove to myself and the world that, hey, look at me, guys. I'm so pure, so minimalistic. Heck, just call me Diogenes because I don't need any external comforts to live my life. I'm a lone wolf. No, none of that. Look, pillows are awesome. There's nothing evil about a pillow. Nor is there anything manly about not using a pillow. Pillows are squishy and you, you just melt in when you lie down. I mean, the right pillow is heavenly. Now I ask you, is there any inherent logic in removing your pillows from your life? Does the act of removing the luxury itself make you a better person? No, it doesn't. But in my case, there was a specific logic and reason which is why I removed it. What was the reason, you ask? Big reveal. It was because of my job. Hmm. Let me explain. You see, I have to travel for my job sometimes. And anyone who has had to sleep in a hotel room knows that the most common reason for not being able to get a good night's sleep is the pillow being too hard or too soft, or too thin or too thick, compared to your own pillow. And this is true no matter how comfortable or uncomfortable a hotel room and bed is. There's something about a pillow, no matter how expensive, it just can't match the comfort of your own pillow at home. Furthermore, I think most of you would agree with me that getting or not getting a good night's sleep definitely affects our mood the next day. If we don't sleep well, physical fatigue turns into mental strain which makes it more difficult to use our rational mind in navigating our day. We just default to the animal autopilot that gets us through the routine. Sure. I mean, just because we're that tired doesn't mean we'll shut down for the day and, and not be able to get through. No, no, no. But when I'm tired, I'll still get through the day. Albeit, it'll be mainly in cruise control. And you see, therein lies the problem. Personally, this is contrary to my daily goals. I want to make an effort in the present moment to be the best person I can be as often as I can be. This means trying to be present in the moment with my rational mind. But when I don't sleep well, I'm not as present in the moment, I'm not as patient as I can be, and generally speaking, I have a lesser disposition to engage my rational mind, and generally I'm more irritable. The solution for me was simple and logical. I took pillows out of the equation. The first week it took some getting used to, but now I sleep every night, very comfortably I might add, without a pillow. My body got used to this, so when I travel now, I just remove the pillows from the bed and I sleep like a champ wherever I go. This means, even while on the road, I give myself the best possible chance 
of being the best version of me when I wake up the next day. In this particular case, my intentions are virtuous, which makes my removal of a luxury also virtuous. To sum up the lesson here, living a good life is not about self-deprivation or punishment. Removing a luxury in and of itself does not make you a better person. Living a good life simply means holding yourself to a higher, more virtuous standard with respect to your judgments and actions. Do you really have to punish yourself to do this? Sure, I'll admit that with the removal of luxury, more often than not, we become better people. For various reasons. But a luxury should only be removed because we know it will help. We should not remove it and assume it will help. The deliberate act of self-deprivation does not make you virtuous in and of itself. Only doing it for virtuous purposes makes it so. So, for this exercise, ask yourself if you are truly using your time and resources towards the betterment of the human community. Are there any minor luxuries you can give up to make you or the world around you a little better or even just simpler? If so, consider giving it up. But don't look to give up luxuries just for the sake of being ascetic or simple or minimalist or a tough guy. That brings us to the end of the episode and you might have noticed this episode was a little longer than usual. That's because season one is coming to a close and I want to leave you guys with some meaty content. The next episode will also be longer than usual, so I hope it will help you tide over until the next season comes around. If this exercise helps you do something differently in your life, or give something up, hey, let me know about it. I always love hearing you guys' stories. And I try to get back to you all as well. I know sometimes it takes a few days to answer, but I make sure I get around to each and every one of your questions. I promise. Keep them coming. Reach out to me using at your manual on Facebook and Twitter. Find me on Reddit and on my Patreon page. Let's, let's keep the conversation going, you guys. Hey, you can even tell me all about how much you love your pillow. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Remember, virtue is not about perfection, but about trying your best. No matter how big or small that effort might be, just keep working on improving yourself, and by definition, you will be virtuous. Check out my articles and other podcasts. Hey, they just might help you on your journey of self-improvement. You can access them all on patreon.com slash andersonsilver. Follow the page to receive notifications of all my new content, and all of this is absolutely free, of course. I wish you all a productive and tranquil week, and remember, we're all in it together, and we're all rooting for each other. <laughs>